The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Ben Haworth. And I'm Trevor Flynn. And this is the Movie Gang Podcast. Welcome. How is everyone doing this week? It's nice to have four on. I like I like the big groups. It's nice. It gets on. It gets wild. We get we're just a bunch of guys with a bunch of opinions coming together and slamming them together. Just really got weird in my head. Who doesn't, uh, who doesn't want to hear four guys talk about a rom com? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about crazy rich. Asians. The summary. Rachel Chu is happy to accompany her longtime boyfriend Nick to his best friend's wedding in Singapore. She's also surprised to learn that Nick's family is extremely wealthy and he's considered one of the country's most eligible bachelors. Thrust into the spotlight, Rachel must now contend with jealous socialites, quirky relatives, and something far, far worse. Nick's disapproving mother! (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready to yeah, this is this is a, this is a <laughs> I like this. This is an, an interesting movie. It is it is a very basic plot structure, and it's very it's a very it's a it is a type of movie that has been repackaged with which new with new cultural trappings and has retooled the story to fit those cultural trappings. And I don't necessarily know that I want to go that far into it before I say what I think about it. But let's go ahead and go around uh, and see what people thought of it. And I'm going to start with Trevor Flynn. Um, yeah, so it's been a while since I've seen it now, and I, I want to say I, like, I've mostly forgotten it, um, so, I mean, I, it was good for a rom-com, like, I, I you know, I consciously want to go see this because it's not the kind of movie that I see that often, uh, but it had really good reviews and was a big deal for some reason. Part of that was obviously the um, Asian American representation and like actually getting a good like American produced movie with that uh, level of uh, acting population demographic on there, which is a good thing, pretty much that people agree on. That was part of why it's a big deal. I know it's a big deal for another reason. I'm not sure what. Um, sorry, that sounds really like passive aggressive that, or some shit. That that was um, that sounded like, super passive aggressive. Yeah, and no, I don't sorry. know why. <laughs> I don't know why people like this movie. Probably because they're Asian. God, uh, God, that's exactly <laughs> what that sounded like. I no, no I, I think it's. A, I think I think we can adulterate say like in terms of like Asian casting in Hollywood is terrible, and it's and it's been bad. It's been bad. It's been worse than a lot of than a lot of other things for a while. And I'm sure there are other groups that are probably more disincentive in Hollywood but in terms of size to group ratio Asians get like Asians get the bump deal because they get very very stereotypical uh, casting calls in Hollywood for the you know for the martial arts expert or something along those lines uh, looking at you looking at Michelle Yeoh's career it's really it's really rough. I I know Michelle Yeoh can act really good, so like watching her just get to act in like a ba- like a basic mom role is just sort of fun every time she's on screen. Because <laughs> I I have this like terrible vibe that she's just gonna kick somebody. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? 
many moments. Like, like it's, one, it's one of those like terrible moment things that I know that I should I'm going to fucking hell because like they they had like an interchange between Michelle Yeoh like during like the mahjong scene. I just feel like oh they're gonna bust out and it's gonna be a martial arts scene, I which is something that I I honestly down, thought yeah. there was gonna be a moment like they where they were gonna like make fun of the fact that an all Asian cast movie usually can only be a martial arts movie if it comes out of Hollywood, but at the same time okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they have one joke like that. It's not like a martial arts joke, but when Ken Jeong comes on, he's making like it's so stereotypical. I don't even want to do it. It's it's, it's a it, think of the worst, cheapest, jokey Asian accent character, and then he just goes, ah, "I'm just messing with you. I speak English." Um, so yeah. that was the only moment I felt like they they actively addressed that. Uh, maybe there was a planned martial arts fight. Like mm, too much. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, I, just, yeah. I just rewatched Crouching Tiger, so I, I definitely want to see Michelle Yeoh kick people. She's I great know. at it. But yeah. you're right, she is also just a good yeah. uh, actor. I'll just yeah. throw in my two cents on this film, which is it's the prettiest piece of fluff of the year. It's a go. very <laughs> it's the shiniest cotton candy you can possibly eat. Uh it's it's like Trevor said, it has left my brain. I feel it leaving my brain when I was watching it. But I enjoyed myself watching it. It was fun. It was, you know, just cheesy and soapy and and wacky and all those things you love. And there's really hot dudes in it, which I appreciate. And uh, they show their abs a lot, which I also appreciate. It's just like a uh, basic, cuddle, yeah. fun, silly, pleasure kind of thing that uh, we just don't get rom-coms anymore. So I think maybe part of it is that, like, we just don't get big expensive rom-coms they've all moved to netflix and they're mm-hmm. all cost like ten dollars um and so just to see a big glossy fun thing is nice even if maybe the capitalism is all great angles <laughs> kind of uh, gross at times but i can't also yeah. deny that there's times when i'm like i want a private cabin on a plane which is like, yeah. can we talk yeah. about? Yeah. That's when you realize just how rich rich people are. Is when you realize there's a thing you didn't even know existed. Like we all know about first class, but I didn't know that there was above first class. Right? <laughs> where you can, I, I went down a rabbit bed. hole because there's a whole YouTube series on people taking like these insane trips to Dubai on Arab Emirate Airlines, where they can get like a double, like a double, like a you know a double bed in this cabin on an airplane which is just which is just insane and dumb on the face of it but it, like these tickets are $20,000 on oh average so like like my point is my point is is like they take a 40,000 like the, if if they go back the same way in in middle class like i mean in, in like uh, not middle class they take a $40,000 plane ride but, yeah, I mean that's the kind of opulence you're looking at in this movie. I, and I guess, you know? I guess that's the thing is like maybe like I don't know like there's I like just... a joke at one point where like their wedding they're like yeah. she spent forty million on this wedding you should only spend twenty and you're like ha ha but you're also like I hate you yeah <laughs> I guess I guess that's my thing is like I've been in to Indonesia and Jakarta and like parts of Jakarta are some of the like are, are very are very poor parts of the world. And for me, like in terms of like, you know, monetary stratification and society, like, you know, we think the US can be bad, but holy fuck, we have nothing on Jakarta, or at least my experience there. And I, I think that probably extends to Singapore. So for me personally, I was there was like moments here where I was kind of like, 
I was I was very I was very more like I was like he was like oh I'm gonna give up my wealth to be with my girl and I'm like idiot use your money to seize the means of production for the people like that's not like you, uh, you want to find love you asshole what the fuck yeah. I don't know <laughs> it's like you use your influence to your advantage for once like actually I, 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 it just yeah he kind of I, I guess like he, he like they mo uh, it's very much so like rich like and she even titles the book and I think the book is better about addressing some of these issues like rich people the book like, is apparently you, a lot more satirical which I hear which I think I'm is I think it. is on purpose and I think that this movie is a very straight rom-com and is miss, could use like maybe like 20% more satire like about about the issue because like, like so that's third, Overhoven just you know yeah 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 like like the third book is called rich people problems so like she's not the, the at least the the author is not unaware of what she's uh, doing oh yeah mm. oh yeah Kevin Kwan yeah he's no, he, he's very aware Right, and that's and that's my. I don't know. Is it is it actually a male author? Yeah, yeah, it's a male yeah, Kevin, yeah Kevin I didn't know that. Jesus. Um. Huh. Yeah, hmm. he's a. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. I've heard a lot of you know interviews about the production of this film, and it's 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 very interesting because this film exists more as like. Uh, I mean, it's obviously just to make the the book make money into, but it's like. A bigger thing, you know. It's it's part of like trying to establish both Asian American cast and that the rom com still exists. You know, it's like yeah, it had to make a hundred million dollars to prove two dead things could exist. You know, so like that is why Trevor is like such a big deal. It's made like a hundred million dollars, yeah, right? And, and it's how much? Money and, and, it's, and it's it's all, it's all, it's also interesting in that in, in that it it made at least at least for me it made me like I I kind of knew about it before, but but it, but it made me so starkly aware that there is this entire world that I was completely blissfully ignorant to, to, to the, to the point, to the point that I was actually watching a video. Um, I was actually watching a video the, the other day uh, where, where, the, where the author of the book, uh, Quan, uh, Quan, um, it, it was, it was him, it was him uh, talking to and, and, and hanging, and hanging out with, hanging out with the, with the, with these four, with these four Asian women uh, at, at, I want, I want to say the fashion week in Paris, I believe. And just having conversations with them, and and them and them talk and them talking about like about, about their own experiences and, and and how and how they'll meet with these like top like couture designers to just get fittings, or even if they don't wear even even if they don't try on the dress, just to look at it and like how much they'll pay for like a bag or a dress or a pair of earrings, and it's like holy shit, this is just your life. Like that's like this is just how you function day to day. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I know I started this train, but I'm gonna. I'm not trying to end it. I just let's 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 talk about the movie. I agree that like I do think that, or at least my primary criticism is probably not thrust at this movie because there's tons of movies that I haven't criticized for being shallow and I definitely think there are movies that you can just go and see and see like a shallow fun rich people movie like you know that not everything is the wolf of wall street and there's definitely stuff where you see rich people being rich and you're just like oh this is fun to go watch and do it and I, I, I agree with that like I fell down a rabbit hole the other day of watching rich people like not rich people but like the like the travel vloggers going on twenty thousand mm. dollar mm. flights <laughs> and like I watched one guy go on like nine twenty thousand dollar plus flights across the Atlantic he must have across the Atlantic 
Atlantic like 20 times, like just for the purposes. And he re- like reviews the lounge and he reviews the five star meal and all this other things. And it was like a big deal that he was like criticized, you know, throwing, spilling the tea about another flight travel reviewer who was just like definitely getting paid by Emirates and all this other stuff. And that's the only reason he liked the Emirates flight and their laid down bed and all the other stuff because it was too firm because it's more of a yoga mat than anything else. And it was, it was just holy God. The fact your like, eyes were bleeding the whole, as you were reading. I, I, I just, I just like, I was like, I was just like, holy God, this is like, you know. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I didn't want to be these people, but like, I enjoyed visiting their world. And I think that's the other thing too. It's fun to visit the world of the famously wealthy. And I don't, I don't think people, I don't think most people that watch Wolf of Wall Street watch it to be like. I think a lot of people, I think the, the the best thrust of Wolf of Wall Street is that at the end when you're sitting in the movie, like, you know, it suggests at the end that he's like, look at this audience and you look around at your audience and you realize the majority of your audience, it just wants to be him. <laughs> like, that's, right. that's, that's the one of those, it's, you know, quaking is, moments about that movie is it understands that the majority... Because that was my understanding of the appeal of that movie, and that's why I still have. Well, that's it. that's the thing that Scorsese does over and over again in a lot of movies. It's like you can watch movies wrong. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street is a movie that people watch wrong. It's like and, the yeah. first and, hour of Goodfellas. And, it's like I want to be a gangster. It's like no, Goodfellas is about why you don't want to be. Yeah, a gangster. Really. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And 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 the thing is, though, I think that I would, I would. It's okay in Wolf of Wall Street for me personally because like. The point the ending it, is what saves that movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it knows that the majority of people are going to watch this and be like, "Man, I want to go do a bunch of blow it with hookers." Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> did you not watch the same goddamn movie? Damn <laughs> <laughs> it, right. Spielberg making blow look. No, it's a Scorsese. Who does Scorsese? Scorsese. 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 Yeah, Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to uh, like uh, consciously uh, move on to like necessarily the the plot and the story of a movie like Jack was saying, but like I, I do want to say like moving into it that like. Um, you know, there are those points where this movie is a little self-aware of of that. I mean, not just in the, in the contention of the the outsider versus insider, uh, you know, uh, conflict of the plot, but there are like moments whenever just things are going wrong and everything kind of turns like Dutch angle craziness a little bit or something like that. I don't know if it was actually necessarily a Dutch angle, but like where the people that are like reveling in the wealth of whatever party's going on, like yeah, just look almost I just you're talking about. Yeah. Just like look almost distortedly like inhuman for a minute, like through the eyes of um, Rachel, our intrepid protagonist, I guess. Um, so there are moments like that, but I think Jack, like you were saying, it's not necessarily hitting that level of satire that um, I guess for example, it's not a good example. It's dated, but like something like Arthur would, yeah, maybe. yeah. But, mm. um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, did you want to take us into like the actual plot? I, I do, I do. I think that, I, but I think that I, I want to. I, I do want to at least mention here because the whole point and the whole thrust that's going to be here is that. Uh, sorry, my computer is exploding for some reason with something okay sorry it's one of it's all these travel videos that i have on youtube i need to just shut them down god damn it make them go away they are super addictive uh my point is it's going to be the primary criticism uh that i have for this movie is going to be probably that it doesn't it's not always it probably veer and it wants to have its cake and eat it too it, it's it's it but it doesn't have that wolf of wall street scene that cohesively pulls it together to make it a better product as a whole uh, at the same time. 
Uh, and I know that seems cheap. I, I do agree sometimes that, you know, there's people that have criticized Wolf of Wall Street and say that that seems cheap, uh, but it makes all the difference in the world to me, and it's missing from this movie, uh, I think. Like a scene of just... I, I need to obviously go see Wolf of Wall Street now. I'm aware. Right. The, well, the scene, so the scene is, like, at the end, like, uh, literally, Jordan, the actual Jordan Belfort uh, comes out onto stage and introduces him, and he's, like, teaching a seminar. And the right. seminar just pans out by, you know, the hundreds of hundreds and people that came to see Jordan Belfort, who's, like, this guy that went to prison for all this, like, weird financial crap he pulled, and it's just to hear him be an inspirational speaker. Right. And and the point is is that everyone wants to be him and it pans on the crowd and it's literally him talking about this thing that a drug dealer taught him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sell me this pen. Yeah. 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 Sell sell me this and pen. And that's like after you saw like uh the guy who captured him like go home on the shitty train and see his family in his tiny apartment and Jordan Felford goes and doesn't get any actual prison time and you know, it's like yeah. It's like all it all leads up to that moment. Right. Very well. Right. Like he, he wins anyways. And like and that's the other thing, too, is it's one of those amazing things. That I'm amazed the actual Jordan Belfort agreed to appear in that film. And that's, well, it, that's because even he more watches f- that movie wrong. That's what's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I did all that blow and I fucked all those hookers. Like he doesn't get it. Either. Uh, it's yeah. Funny. It's just that's that's that's. Oh my depressing, god! Depressing, but funny. That's so depressing <laughs> that it's just like that movie knows that its own main character learned nothing. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's so depressing. God, I really think we should do a Wolf of Wall Street review. I'm sorry. Oh, that reminds me <laughs> of how uh, so how uh, what's his uh, uh, Wisu reacted to uh, the Disaster Artist movie coming out to like he. Oh, why, like, yes, right, yes, similar, yes, similar, similar like, yeah. Oh, I um, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Like he, he, I, he, he's, he. I mean, he's aware of his own fandom, but it's still like it's that's still another complicated relationship between the artist and the the thing that he made and its value. But let's let's do get onto the plot here because uh, it's 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 a uh, it's it's because it, I guess that's the thing is I don't know what to say about this movie because it is really really cut and dry for me a little bit here. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I, yeah. Right, and, and it's and it's a very bog standard, like love romantic. Uh, Mother in law doesn't approve in the vein of kind of like Meet the Fockers a little bit. <laughs> a, a little yeah, bit of, a little bit in the vein of Meet the Fockers, and and a, and a little bit of uh, of uh, of Mo- of Monster in Law, uh, that movie with J Lo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was not the thing that I was going to go to, Peter. But well done. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it reminded me a bit of that, but but I'm, but I'm glad that it. Did, I'm glad that the whole art that the whole arguing or. Scuffle, whatever between, but 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 between 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 uh, uh Rachel Rachel and Eleanor didn't devolve into like a silly slap fight. Yeah, yeah I, thought I think it, that's the one thing. Go ahead, ben. That this movie does well is that it avoids the worst cliches of the rom com. There's never like the scene where the woman walks in on the guy saying something that misconstrued, which nah. I thought they were going to do with. There's this whole part with uh you know there's a there's like a side plot with this character named astrid and her husband who's cheating on her oh, yeah, I, thought, sister. I thought for sure that it was going to be revealed that he she read a text wrong that i thought they're gonna hate that terrible rom-com plot where he's like mm-hmm. uh when he meant bed they meant the bed salesman or some terrible thing and haha but no he's actually cheating on her like that's exactly what it was and and they deal with it that, i mean it's a, he's yeah. a little bit of a straw man but like that's actually you yeah. know what they do and and uh i i appreciate even if it does fall into some cliches and that's a good example where it's like they have actual problems, but he has to be cheating on her. So you could feel good when she leaves him at the end, you know, when like 
they had legit problems that would be just enough justification for a breakup, in my opinion. Um, but, like, if he's cheating on her, she gets that one cool line, and you're like, damn, girl. And she walks off, and you feel good. Yeah, um, that, that feels a little bit. that's the kind of thing. Like, it, it, it goes for, like, the cheapness sometimes, but it avoids the overall cheapness, which I appreciate. And it does try to tell, like, a, like the, the central conflict is one that's actually kind of interesting about, like, that that you know at least for the young family they feel that you know family comes first and the this is a very asian idea like these dynasties of 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 um corporations you know that like uh, one family owns a corporation for many many generations and you never kind of bring it outside the family and <laughs> just, so it is this sort of legitimate sort of the worst kind of thing with like cor- you know it's like well, it's like the new like, like monarchy. Yeah, it right? is. It's like a. Yeah. It's like monarchy through like not not even the vote on the monarchy or like the the will of the people. It's more. It's it's, it's literally like the worst form of all governments. I'm very sorry. I don't know why this set me off. I'm very sorry. <laughs> this, so this 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 wrong, movie made Jack political. Rom com. This Jack one not Black Klansman. Oh no, no none, none of that. <laughs> I didn't see Black Klansman. Yeah, that's, but it's funny though. This yep. is the one you're like, ah, yeah. turn on the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that I think that everything here is functioning, and I think that you agree. It's it's it it is kind of there are like a couple of moments that it's it's pulling itself to. It wants to have the she shops up and does like the you know the Eliza like the Doolittle moment. Where she like comes for and she's like all dressed up for high society. I really enjoyed the symbolism of making dumplings, though. I, I enjoyed kind oh, I of the attempt. I think the best thing about this movie and the reason it feels so honest to me at times is that it goes in to do. It doesn't just dress itself up because I, even though I said at the beginning it's a dressed up version of a rom com with these things, I think that it adds a lot enough elements and enough cultural honesty to show the distinction here and to make the make the intergenerational conflict very very real and or at least in my experience with my asian american friends they feel that the intergenerational conflict is very representative of their of intergenerational conflict that they've experienced in their culture yeah i kind of felt like that i mean speaking from outside that again uh, at, well, it's kind of the only way the, i mean this is the unfortunate thing it's the only way this cast can speak yeah, about it which is yeah, probably why i'm more hesitant not to come out and talk about what I feel about this movie more so anyways, but go ahead, oh, Trevor. Um, I, was, I think that's, I was just agreeing with you. I think that's maybe more of what it has going for it versus, you know, like the a more typical American rom-com, like um, mother or father-in-law disapproving. Uh, it feels a lot more grounded and, and, yeah. and, and it was- culturally specific and with a little more character depth and reason behind it in this film, at least. Yeah, it's, it- it's 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 more it's more than just dad doesn't like guy that daughter brought home because she because she will always be daddy's little girl and he can't let her grow up and be an adult. Yeah, I hated Meet the Fockers. By the way, I, I didn't finish watching that movie or Meet the Parents. Uh, now Meet the, <laughs> Meet the Fockers. Meet Fucking the Fockers is is weirdly is a movie that like it's one of those movies that I, is the canon like Meet the Parents movie that I think is is like really 
vulnerable to being supplanted as the Meet the Parents movie, in my opinion. Well, I think isn't it the one that's the sequel to Meet the Parents? Meet the Parents is the one I think. Whatever one with John De Niro is like giving him the lie detector test. That just stopped. That's watching. Meet the Parents. That was, that was Meet the Parents. parents. Yeah, that's and Fockers is that's the probably Meet the Fockers. Right? Oh, Meet the Fockers is the sequel. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. I'm with going Dustin to Dustin Hoffman and yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, Ugh, yeah. yeah. Jesus, She's which made. So much money. <laughs> People forget that yeah. that movie made just insane amount of months. Oh, it did? <laughs> I made $280 million domestically. Oh! <laughs> <It's massive>. <laughs> <laughs> it made more than every Mission Impossible movie has made domestically. <laughs> uh, uh, I forget that. Sure I, for, I forget that there. there's just like sometimes like, you know. There's sometimes like, the world just decides we're all going to see this. Yeah. There's no explanation for it. <laughs> it's like it's like big what is it? It's like Big Daddy or whatever it was. Like Adam oh, yeah, Sandler flicks huge, back in the way yeah. when we had like those movies that were like outselling fucking Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Like in two thousand when The Grinch was the highest grossing movie. Yeah. Oh, hey, it could happen oh, again. Stop it. it could happen again. That's oh uh, yeah, with <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. He's really gonna sell this one, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I Can't was you so tell by my excited voice? This one voice in the Grinch. I was like, how did that happen? I don't know, man. It's, it does not make any sense <laughs> at all. I I, I I don't understand that casting. Like, who the fuck said this to themselves? Like, someone woke up in the morning and th- said to themselves, "Oh yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is gonna be the Grinch. I'm a genius." Like that. The guy who, nailed the it. Guy who played the guy who played Sherlock and Stephen Strange and Smog. Oh Perfect. yeah. Yeah, he's a grumpy guy. That's the definite the vibe I got. And I saw one episode of Sherlock. I am the world's best casting director. Genius. I just I love this person. He's he's gonna be a reoccurring character for my he's podcast. The best. <laughs> like, he's the I'm best. the world's best casting director. I'm excited. It's literally to talk the only person who's officially been cast, even though this movie comes out in like the end of the year. <laughs> so like, yep. Yep. you're right. It comes out in like two months, and he's the only cast, listed cast member. So. They're going to wake up in a morning, like, a month from now and be like, oh, shit, we got to get real actors. We have to tell everyone else. We have to tell We have to tell whoever, tell whoever else is in this movie. God, there are people in this movie? Jesus, I thought we made, <laughs> we made acting robots by now. Jesus. Did you want me to actually do my job? Sorry, I don't know where this is going. I'm very sorry. <laughs> well, to get back to Grace and Jason, so one thing I did appreciate is uh, I really like John Chu. He's always been a director I've enjoyed. He's a very flashy, stylish director. Uh, he did a lot of Step Up movies, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, oh my god! Step you're Up right, Two, The Streets, which and Step Up 3D, which are the two best in my opinion. He also did the two Justin Bieber documentaries, which Peter will appreciate. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, no, that... I, it's Justin Bieber. I like, I like I give a shit about him. Right. That sexy heartbeat dance in one of the Step Ups is 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 oh, some of my great. oh, it's some of my favorite like dancing in a movie. Pretty like, awesome. <laughs> you go back and see Step. So when you I... see like the uh, the wedding scene and has that just like it's just it's the slickest most production value you've ever seen in any wedding scene and it's oh, just yeah. like it's it's illogical which I appreciate like that. How would you flood uh, a goddamn right. walkway and not <laughs> ruin everyone's day but in this movie it's perfect yep. and that's it. that's that's what this movie's about it's like it's the perfect bachelor party <laughs> that you have to <laughs> and, then, and then obviously everyone like the dudes are just like not enjoying it i'm sorry like even if i had like issues like even if I had issues with the the amount of wealth on display there, I would still enjoy the shit out of that bachelor party. <laughs> like, I was, like, right? no. And me and Peter were like, 
it's a little homoerotic what happens after like the two yeah. guys well, leave. They, like they leave, end up on a barge by, by themselves, themselves and are just like on like a little stationary raft sharing beers and the fact that the fact that one of them says the other the the, the, the fact the fact that Nick says to his friend if you weren't getting ma- if you if you if it wasn't with you being, being being with Armanita I'd marry you and it's like yeah do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this the tw- i have to admit i'm not gonna lie to you guys i was like is this the twist this is gonna be a great twist and then it didn't happen like i was like i was i was skeptical because i was like i would have heard about something this from peter peter would be aware of this twist oh no yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i would not have given any specifics but i would have gotten in like an well there was a moment because like right- guys 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 <laughs> Because right during that time, there's also like she's at like this bachelorette party, and there's like this woman is being super nice to her, and I was kind of reading nice. her as queer too, and I was like, is this? Is it no? I would have heard about it. Yeah, I would have heard about that's, that's that's somewhere. Thing. It's like I could not. We would not not have heard about it. <laughs> it would like, be, Tumblr would have exploded. It would be, <laughs> I would have it would be a this. dramatic victory chip that heteronormativity if like no one knew that was coming and that this movie just managed to swing that ending yeah <laughs> you think this just, movie's just about for... asian culture it's about gay culture no it's, like, <laughs> it's about gays in asia like like, like from me Gations. personally it would have been the scream heard around the world like just exhilaration <laughs> <laughs> like absolute exhilaration because i'm sorry but i would love to see henry golding and chris pang make out <laughs> Now, Peter, I need to, we need to answer this question. Which one's hotter? Chris Pang. Chris Pang. Right? I agree. No, the guy, I agree. The guy who played, be, guy who played the best a little friend, blandish. I mean, he's yeah. very hot. I mean, like, no, yeah, I got, no, like, he's, like, he's 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 also shot bland. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh yeah. he's got he's got that like soft mood lighting the, through the whole movie. I, I don't. He's like, I don't um, yeah, he's like he's he's inoffensive. Yeah, he, yeah like so that's he, he is he is built. He, I mean, he's written inoffensively too. So like it's yeah. it's, it's like it's like fucking talking to a piece of milk toast for most of the movie. Like <laughs> he's he's attractive. It yeah. I'd probably eat him too. But like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we're saying. Like these are all nine out of tens. It's just we're, tens out of tens. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all variables. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. more it's more because I can't help myself than I really 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 wanted to do it. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's. That's terrible. <laughs> Can we also talk about Aquafina's character for yeah. a minute? Just, oh, just, just she's, she's, I, where the hell did she come from? Because she was amazing in, in Ocean's year, Eight. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she, she was amazing. She, she, I, th- I enjoyed her in, in Ocean's Eight, and I was very happy to see her and see her in this. Yeah, I, I think she's she's funny, and she was. I, th- I, I assume this is more of her straight character. I mean, more of her standard character in this than in Ocean's yeah. Eight. No, no, yeah, like I, I think, I think, uh, I think the director was was like was like, yeah, like yeah, we we, we let like we we gave her like general lines, but but, but we but we also just let her ad lib, and I was like, good, yeah, that's that's good. I don't think she was able to do that. Notions eight, I, I I honestly, in retrospect, don't think she was able to do that because it, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's like she's a she's a rapper, but she's not like it's a very interesting kind of rapper. It's like it's not like uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Of a modern example, she's purposely goofy. Is my point? Like she never tried to be like cool and street and like badass rapper. She was always like weird and silly and wrote about like hipsters and being Asian and like just being like goofy and silly. So it makes sense that she's kind of transitioned into being this kind of like comedic performance and and movies like this. And I first saw her in Neighbors Two, which is a terrible movie but has a few good performances in it yeah. <laughs> uh, and she is one of them hmm. so don't watch it just trust me just, <laughs> just, just trust just me that she and uh, 
that that really young girl, Chloe Grace Moretz, are good in it, and the rest is. Um, well, that's good to know because Neighbors was okay. But I was considering following up on that someday, but no, I know. No, just enjoy that Neighbors feel. Don't don't ruin it for yourself. <laughs> neighbors feel. No, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, Thankfully, well. she's going to be in Angry Birds too, guys. Uh, huh? uh, yeah, uh, excited, uh, right? No, no, no. But like when when she when she was like picking through dresses in her in her car when they showed when they showed to like they showed to the mansion, it's like it's like you have a cocktail dress in your car. I'm not a, I'm not an animal, Rachel. It's like that's <laughs> oh, just great. Yeah, there's there's moments like that where I'm also like. That's funny, but also horrifying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it was nice to see tacky rich people. Like the difference between tacky and classy rich people. I yeah. really appreciated that. Yeah, like, scene. Like, like the gold like, and the lame and the like. Like old money and like old money and new money, which 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 Aquafina, like her character even like, even even brought up where she where she was like, oh, the shoes, not the shoes, like, the youngs, they're old money. They have had this forever, and it's like okay. Yeah, yeah uh, we're and it's like that's that's also an interesting element of like that there's rich and then there's like even rich people that rich people are like damn they're rich you know like that is another element of just like Jesus this whole world you don't understand yeah it I think it's fair to say this this whole world was out of my out of my it's 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 an interesting movie and it's a glimpse into something that i i definitely can tell that i culturally don't understand but it was it had an authentic at least to my mind it had an authenticity that i think uh made it definitely worth watching but at the same time like i think secondary questions about like other stuff or at least made me personally like holy crap it needed a let's just like 20 like 10 percent more sarcasm is is what it needed or at least self-awareness that's fair, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, I just saw that the the woman who played Astrid is going to play Minerva in Captain Marvel. Ooh, Ooh I like that. That'd be cool. <gasps> Yay! Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of stuff in Captain Marvel that I wanted to. That I'm very interested. In. The 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 uh, what was it? The entertain the entertainment. Uh, entertainment Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. 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 Thing just came out, and so we got to see a bunch of pictures of Captain Marvel, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jack. Jack. Jack and I. Jack and I more more so than before, but after today, Jack and I now have. Now I forget which day in March it is of 2019, but but we now have a specific date where it's like, and we're counting down now. Yeah, it's gonna and be. We all gotta see just how nerdy they are by picking out random background characters and being like, "Is this that guy? Is this really that guy? <laughs> Is that Korgoth? No, oh. I think it's Blargan. Okay, it's Blargan. <laughs> you know what? I bet there. I bet you. I fucking bet you. Like, there's gonna be a fucking Blargan in the Marvel universe. You wanna you wanna take a bet? <laughs> I want to see if there's a Blargan. I'm saying B L A R G E N. Yeah. Blargan. I'll go with your one too. Marvel characters super uh Blargan. I'm not seeing a Blargan. I'm not seeing a Blargan. Oh man. That's we gotta get on this guys. Right, we gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta get this nailed down fast. Yeah. Like, Blargan <laughs> rising. We can do it. We can make money. The second Blarganing. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> 
this is how superheroes start just Stanley and and that is uh, exactly how Stanley yeah. starts. <laughs> he's just like, like he do that, and then yeah he would come in right and like just pitch a thing and then Steve Ditko would draw a bunch of stuff and then he would be like ah so Doctor Strange goes into the cosmic void yeah where he meets Doctor Man and the boy of spiders <laughs> comes and swings home spider boy no that's dumb spider man that's spider man not, not dumb are we sure that's not dumb okay it's roll least, it <laughs> it's at least Peter Paul Peter Peter Parker we like alliteration here all right let's 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 I this is this is my fault let's get back to scoring no it's not it's Marvel's fault this is the direct consequence of the MCU and I'm just over here sipping my tea waiting for y'all to Fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Even in your rom coms, you can't, you can't ignore them. Thank yeah. you, Trevor, for your patience. I'm just kidding. It's fine. Y'all are All right. Trevor, let's go to you first for your score. I'm going to give it a solid six and uh, enough said. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Peter. Uh, I'm going to give this a seven. Seven. Solid seven. There were. Yeah, there there were there were a lot of moments in this in this movie that 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 I that I found genuinely charming. Um, there there were there were a lot of there were a lot of moment uh, a lot of moments where like where di- were different interactions between the characters like like when like when Ra- when Rachel ha- when Rachel played Mahjong with Eleanor and 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 to and to like and to further emphasize where she was like me saying no whoever he marries it's because of me and then was like and also here's the piece to let you win just to let you know exactly what I mean even in this one little game. Um, uh, uh, whenever uh, her, her, uh, her her friendship with uh, with Aqu- Aquafina's character that that was cool the the relationship that she that she developed with Astrid that that that, w- that was that was sweet to watch uh watch uh watching um fucking a uh, little 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 uh watching watching Nick and Colin uh, their 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 friendship and and how they bonded um it it was not, it was nice so it, and and also like I, I forget who said it earlier rom coms I genuinely do not really seek them out they're not something that happened very often so so it was nice to see one that it was nice to see one that i walked out of the film not feeling like i had wasted my time like like i I, it was nice walking out of a rom-com thinking you know what i actually enjoyed that yeah and i and i and i would and i I would recommend this movie to other people yeah rather than rather than this was monster-in-law and they ended up fighting and and they ended up fighting because 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 she's a bitch and she just wants to marry her son peter do we need to talk about (laughs) monster-in-law no but it's it's it's, 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 a bunch no it's it's just it's just that like like at towards towards the end of the film i was like i i got i got afraid that it was like that's where they might go. Uh, that's where they might go, especially if it ended up being like Rachel and Eleanor have, having like having like a conversation after the after the proposal, and 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 Eleanor being like, "Here are my ground rules. Here are my ground rules." Blah blah blah. And instead, instead it's instead instead we got we said that their last interaction was to me more realistic. Mom still doesn't exactly like doesn't like doesn't actually like you, but she respects you, and she's like, you know what? I will. She, you know what? Like. My husband's mother did not like me at first, but eventually came around. That will happen for us, but it's not happening right now. It was more realistic to me. Yeah, no, I which, get which, that. Is, which is I why I draw it. that. Which is why I draw that comparison. I get it. Because, I get it. Because the other one was just way too campy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I agree. Good, but uh, obvious issues. Also, I I really well, yeah. cannot stress enough that this is not a rom com crew. This is just like. 
Yeah. This is a rom-com drive-by group. <laughs> this is, sorry, that's that's rom-com dark. I think of most entrenched rom-coms <laughs> of the group, but not even like yeah. I, well, I I I mean, they're the, none of our go-to genres. I well, here's like the thing: thing. I, anything that I would consider myself to be a big fan of that is considers itself a quote-unquote true rom-com. Uh, and that's 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 where I get anything that I like that's rom-com. E is usually some form of deconstruction of the genre. Um, so like how much can it be said that I like a rom-com? Do you know what I mean? Totally. Which is the issue here is that this is, this is at its core, a straight rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, ben, please go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it a 6.5. I'm going to tell you right now, there's one thing you could have done to get an extra point, which is I need a meat cute. They're cheesy, but, uh, those who don't know, meat cute is the term for when basically two couples meet on screen for the first time. Two couples, sorry, one couple who are going to be a couple. Me on the screen for the first time, you get like a cute little scene. You know, it's like the classic, like, the clumsy girl spills the coffee on the hot guy, and then they chat, you know, like, that's like the most cliched version I could think of. But like, it, it, we don't get any establishment for their relationship, and we don't get enough time with them just alone. So it, that was yeah. my biggest problem with the movie, is that Fair. there's just not yeah. really, uh, there's not chemistry, and I don't think it's the actor's fault, there's just not enough time with them together which and so i think the women in this movie are great but i think the men get a little shortchanged uh so it's like um so what you're saying is that mid-credit scene when when, when astrid sees her ex-fiance they should have had that be like two minutes longer yeah that would help <laughs> i mean that that's an example of that you know right right like that one part i remember yeah, and and it's just something that it's it's cheesy, but I realize it's necessary. You know, certain certain things the rom com you shouldn't ignore. They're 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 rules for a reason. Um, but overall, you know, it's 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 glitzy. The cast is really great overall. There's just lots of good performances in the very standard mode, and it's light and fun, and you know, it's two hours, but it doesn't feel like it. It's just a good time with the movies, and you're gonna have fun. And it's like a movie I'd recommend to pretty much anyone. It's kind of one of those. You know, we can all go see this and agree kind of movies. No one's going to be mad leaving that movie more than likely. So, um, and it's just nice that there's like kind of a moment right now. And there's a, on Netflix, there's To All the Boys I Loved Before, which is about a teen Asian American girl dealing with like romance stuff. And it's almost certainly came out the same weekend for very, because <laughs> it's trying to tie into it. But it's still nice to see that there's, you know, we're starting to see rom coms with people from color, which is really nice. And, uh, but that doesn't necessarily make the movie good. It's just nice to see, is all I'm saying. Um, but uh, the performances are good, and it's nice to see these character actors get like big roles, which often they don't, or, or as Jack said, they're often in genre movies and things like that. So just to see like a, a traditional rom com with a, a lot of actors I haven't seen before is just nice. But uh, there's nothing anything beyond that that I think is super special. So I'm glad it's making money, but overall I'm fine, <laughs> and I probably don't care about any sequels. But uh, they're gonna make because it's made almost probably make 200 million dollars so they're gonna make more um because there's two more books but yeah it's fine 6.5 yeah yeah i uh same it's a it's a good it is uh it is a good good movie and i give it a six out of six out of ten uh, it is first off. It is so, first off. It's not fair to me to be reviewing this first off because all the cultural imports I don't particularly understand. On top of that, uh, rom coms. Yeah, the other thing I want to say real quick is they have a mahjong scene and they don't explain mahjong. Exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. They just they, they do really it, don't. and you you can kind of understand if you don't understand mahjong, but like there they don't. Are they some don't fantastic sit there and go, this articles. Is how it works. 
and it's actually all representative. Like the like the tiles played and everything that's happening is like very representative of the conversation that's happening. But mm. there's a there's a really good breakdown somewhere online. I think Katie sent to me of the mahjong scene, and it's it's very it's all representative, and it doesn't feel the need to explain it, which I think is to this movie's strengths. Still don't know what the fuck is happening, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just moves some tiles around and goes, "Bitch, I win." That's that's <laughs> that's what that's that's what I imagined. Like people that don't play. That's how chess. I felt when I saw Casino Royale because I didn't understand poker at the time and i was like yeah you get him bond <laughs> good job <laughs> which later i found out the seat the, the hand he won on is like a terrible hand and he was just lucky so oh well yeah yeah sorry the was betting hard on nothing the guys like that's all that's all we can say <laughs> like, yeah uh, i don't know tears. <laughs> oh god that was true holy shit we love that movie how is that possible <laughs> sorry so good. i do so good. i do love okay. it he was bleeding tears though that's really mm-hmm. corny um anyways so i give it a six out of ten it's good i, I have uh, some background issues with everything about this movie but at the same time uh i am not the person to review it and i uh you know i if you if you see if you kind of stick near my thought process uh uh that's fine it's just probably not for you as well it's a good rom-com and it's funny and it and it engages with the audience the whole time and i found it funny as well uh but it is what it is it is it is a rom-com and it can't escape that and it can't escape the fact that the rom like the core romance romance and the comedy is definitely weak like it's definitely just very very weak and it's it's about Michelle Yeoh and the and the women having a standoff here um but i kept thinking that they were going to break up like i thought that all the way to the end uh because primarily because their relationship was so weak and there was no meet cute scene i just assumed that it was going to show some it was going to show other things that happened earlier in the relationship that justified the breakup or justified whatever was going to happen like i i honestly thought there was a second act like relationship twist coming do you know what i mean mm. Uh, that I, did not come. That. It never came, and and uh, so I, I I just I was very out of sorts watching this movie because I I couldn't quite the world. couldn't quite have placed it. But anyways, yeah, the movie gang podcast gives uh, Crazy Rich Asians six point five out of ten, which is a recommendation to please please go see it. So for the movie gang podcast, this has been a Peter Dancy. That's I'm going to be playing the new Spider-Man game on Friday. Oh, my Bye-bye. God. Yeah, well, <laughs> Peter is gone to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You will not hear from me for weeks. Fuck. Okay. Um, Trevor Flynn. Sorry. I don't know. It's fine. I'm, well, I can be exciting. Bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I I feel like this is a weird time for me to do it because I recognize that I'm going to release this show the same time that me and Ed did how not to summon a demon lord on Animania and I'm giving crazy rich Asians like a hard pull and I feel really bad about it because anime just gets gets away with whatever (laughs) for me I'm a terrible critic I just I'm such a hack I just don't know why I feel that way right now (laughs) at least you know it (laughs) oh yeah yeah I (laughs) I mean we gave it we gave it I gave how about this I gave how not to summon a demon lord a lower score than crazy rich Asians that's the important thing (laughs) I gave it we we now have an adjusted trash score system and that's what we're using but it's it's very confusing it's it's getting out of control and of course ben haworth how are you ben yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm great yeah and uh, oh well i'll just quickly say 
have one quick plug, which is that uh, me and Peter and uh, she's not on with Sarah Becker's podcast, oh. Geek Space Nine, just finished its run. We just finished the entire show. So you can listen to our, our recap of the entire series of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. If you so enjoy. And we'll come back eventually for another show, but we all want a break for a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, any come hint, back. But, uh, any hints about what you guys are maybe excited about doing in the future or any... any um, uh, you don't have to reveal it. I, I just jumped. I literally just jumped them in the middle of this cast. So I'm just curious. Something geeky for sure. Oh, <laughs> you guys yeah, do like a short season. Do with Firefly. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> <and out. laughs> ten, 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 yeah, it's like ten, ten episodes. So two months. So <laughs> two and a half months. Well, I keep saying that's the appeal of Animania. It's like y'all just keep going. Just keep doing shows. And it's like if you like you say nine, you're gonna listen. If not, well. Please yeah. <laughs> try it. See what you think. I don't recommend 800 hours of anime. It's a sickness. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I but like, like sometimes, like I recognize that I watched 12 episodes of something I should not have watched. Um, and I may, I usually made Trevor do it too. <laughs> and then you may want me to watch, and I'm like, no. <laughs> You're going to watch Sword Art Alchemization if I have to fly there and tie you the fuck down. It is going to happen. We are going. To complete this journey, I will. You will not abandon me. Well, I have been hour. on the journey, Jack. I haven't watched any of it with you. <laughs> I, I I understand the journey was rough. There was a tentacle rape scene on the way there, but we are going to finish this. God that damn was it. like season two. I haven't watched the past two seasons. Past I know, three it, seasons. But we just have to finish it. We do. Uh, I know it's bad. Past episode eight, but we're gonna do it. God damn it! All right, you finish it. I'll be there at, on the other side of the finish line to pick you up off the ground and get you going. <laughs> I'm just gonna end there. <laughs> Alrighty. 